0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Let's head back to the SEC East in this edition of our SEC Spring Wraparound. Today we're talking with Dave Matter. He covers Mizzou for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Has been covering the Tigers for quite a long time. With this Missouri team, last year they had some really good wins. They beat South Carolina. Uh, uh, beat Florida, i am sorry didn't beat Florida, but but had some decent wins, but had some some head scratching losses. And the loss to Auburn is the one that really stands out to me. It feels like this is going to be an- another team in the conference that needs to find more consistency this year. Has that been a big watchword uh, thus far this spring?
1: Yeah, you know they—they're just a program that needs to turn the corner. They've been sitting at 500 for a long time now, and um, you know Barry Odom was the head coach for four years. He left with a, a 500 record. If you look at just regular season games, Eli Drinkwitz through three years has been 17 and 17. So um, they've had some, some promising wins. And I think that South Carolina one last year definitely is, is part of that promising performances that didn't end up in wins. And they played Georgia as well as anybody last year, but you know, at, at the end of the day, close losses don't really amount to much that that Auburn game, they had won two or three times late and they, yeah. they found ways to lose. So they're a program that needs to f- figure out how to translate these tough competitive games into victories, and then also too, they had some blowouts last year. I mean, they got blown out at Kansas State, blown out at Tennessee. They weren't competitive in either of those games. Uh, for th- this program to take the next step, they've, they've got to avoid having games like that. I mean, they're not going to go unbeaten, but you just can't get uh, just completely blown out of the water by by teams you know that aren't Alabama and Georgia on your schedule.
0: Brady Cook, been in Missouri the past couple of years, has been, you know, we'd say solid as a starting quarterback, but missed the spring with an injury uh, that allowed, you know, transfer Jake Garcia to get some reps, a couple of freshmen. What does this quarterback room look like coming out of the spring?
1: Well, there, Eli Drinkwitz is describing it as It's Brady Cook as the incumbent, but he has to beat everybody else out. It's not a I would describe it as a wide open competition but it's also not guaranteed to be Brady Cook. He's going to have to play better this summer and in, in preseason camp than the rest to reclaim that job. They brought in Jake Garcia from Miami um, to challenge for the job. Sam Horn is a, a redshirt freshman. He got in one series and one game last year, and he's a guy that you know this program brought in to be kind of the franchise quarterback. He didn't really show enough last year to get more playing time, but they still have high hopes for him. They've got a four-star freshman coming in. Uh, he's not here this this semester, so he won't be here for the summer. So they're building some depth, and they're building some competition for Cook. Uh, he, he did do some some good things last year, but, you know, I, I, have we seen his ceiling? You know, is his ceiling high enough to for Missouri to contend in the SEC East this year? I'm not sure about that. So they're really going to have to get this quarterback situation figured out and evaluate and decide who their best guy is going forward.
0: Mississippi State and uh, Missouri has something in common, and that they both lost their one of their top receivers to the transfer portal. They both went to Georgia at State. It was Ra Ra Thomas, yes. obviously Dominic Lovett <clears throat> over at Mizzou, Luther Burden, big five star recruit from a season ago, had had a good freshman campaign. You know, six touchdowns. You know, a little light on the yards per, per catch. That's a little surprising considering what an explosive athlete he, he is. I guess my question is, can Burden replace the production of Lovett? And if that is the case, who complements Burden the way Burden complemented Lovett?
1: Yeah, that's the expectation because they're they're moving Burden to Lovett's old position. Lovett played in the slot and Drinkwitz's offense kind of gears toward that slot position because you don't face, you know, as much man coverage from the best cornerbacks on the other team. You face more zone. Um, you know, you kind of get mismatches inside. And Love it really capitalized on that last year, and you know became a first team All SEC receiver, led the team in targets, led the team in catches, um, didn't lead them in snaps. Like he he didn't play as much as some other guys, but he absolutely made the most of those opportunities. So their their hope is that Burden will will you know move into that role, and that's the role he played all spring, and you know. If not match Lovett's production, even eclipse it, because they feel like he's a guy that can really take advantage of the mismatches in the middle of the field. Uh, you know, he struggled a little bit with the kind of press coverage and more physical receivers last year as a true freshman. It was the first time he's really kind of gone up against grown men before, and I think that was a a big steep learning curve for him. But he won't face the same kind of defensive pressure in the middle of the field. So you're right, though. The next question is, okay, who takes who takes off some heat? off him inside and plays on the outside. Well, they brought in Theo Weiss, a uh, receiver from Oklahoma, a former starter with the Sooners, who's going to play some outside. Makai Miller is a second-year receiver they really like. Uh, they also brought in the Ole Miss receiver, Dennis Jackson. I know he didn't play a ton in Oxford, but they like what they saw this spring, so I think he's going to get a shot. Uh, and then they've got some other younger guys that you know will be in the mix, some incoming freshmen. Uh, but I think the, the real key is to get Burden you know acclimated to playing in the middle of the field that slot position and see if he can be you know an all sec type receiver
0: when i look at the missouri depth chart one thing that does stand out to me is the offensive line you know three redshirt seniors and a grad transfer there usually an experienced offensive line like that is a a, a good sign for a team coming into the season do you think this will be a strength for missouri this year
1: it's probably actually one of the bigger question marks because it, really? it, as, as experienced as they are, they were not very good last year. I mean, they had a ton of penalties. They, you know, the offense itself led all power five teams in tackles for loss allowed. And a lot of that was on the line. They had issues at center. They did have some injuries on the right side. Two guys had major injuries, season ending injuries that were their right tackles. So they had to mix and match a lot. Uh, they did get Javon Foster to come back for 60 years and all SEC left tackle. So they're pretty solid there. Um, they're still looking for a center. They are they're scouring the transfer portal, trying to find a center because they, they believe they need to upgrade there. They brought in a right tackle from Eastern Michigan who played a lot um, in the Mac and they hope that can, you know, he can move into the SEC and be a day one starter. So it's a question mark. They also lost their uh, O-line coach about a month ago uh marcus johnson who had been with Drinkwitz all three years leaves to go to purdue and they had to hire a new coach they bring in houston's former coach brandon jones uh so that's you know they're they're hiring an assistant who wasn't even here for spring football spring football was over by the time they hired him so that group has a lot of catching up to do but but like you said they are pretty experienced so you would think that would help the transition a little bit this summer
0: defensively you mentioned those two blowout losses but other than those two games Missouri didn't give up over uh, 27 points in a game all season they held Georgia to their lowest point total of the season defensively they were pretty good they just had those two bad games can they take another step forward this year and be one of the better units in the conference
1: they expect to be and they're talking about being the best defense in Missouri history now that might be uh you know that that might be kind of hyperbole expectation but Uh, A lot of guys came back. They had several players at all three levels, linebacker, defensive line, and the secondary who could have gone into the NFL draft and been, you know, maybe a mid-round pick. But uh, thanks to NIL, they were able to keep those guys around for a fourth and fifth year in some cases. You know, they were the most improved defense in the SEC by just about every measure. And and part of that was they were so bad in 2021 uh, that they could really only go up, but they, they really liked Blake Baker. They brought him in as defensive coordinator he was the architect of that turnaround. And they got really good buy-in from a bunch of their veterans. And they went out and addressed major needs going into last year through the transfer portal. They did it again this year, more so for depth purposes. But you've got an all-SEC defensive tackle in Darius Robinson, an all-SEC linebacker and Tyrone Hopper. Uh, and then you've got really solid returning starters at every position in the secondary. So they have really, really high expectations um, you know, not just because you have a good year doesn't mean you're you're going to be great the next year. That goes for, you know, individual players and units. But, but that group really expects to, you know, carry this team early uh, and really carry it all year long because there's just so many more uncertainties on the offensive
0: side. This is the question we're asking everybody in these interviews uh, this spring. When we get to the end of the season, after Missouri plays Arkansas in the season finale, what are we saying about this Missouri team?
1: Well, it's a really pivotal year. Um, if they're back at five hundred, um, I, I think you know Missouri's going to have a decision to make about the future of its program because uh, you just in this conference you just can't sit around and be mediocre, be five hundred for four years in a row. So the, the the changes that Eli Drinkwitz made on offense, going out looking for a new quarterback, bringing in an offensive coordinator for the first time in Kirby Moore. Those moves have to work. If if they don't work, and this is another six and six team or even below five hundred, um, there could be some changes at Missouri. Some big time changes. You don't you don't get to have four straight non winning seasons in the SEC uh, and survive. It just doesn't happen. So uh, they've got to get the offense figured out. And you know, I, I'm cautiously optimistic that they will. I think bringing in a, a coordinator is going to make a big difference because it takes a, a lot off of Drinkwitz's plate. He can be more of that CEO head coach that, and get a, a better feel for game days, better feel for his entire team, and not just calling plays on offense. Uh, so if you want to be optimistic, I think you'd say, okay, they'll win seven games, maybe eight. Maybe some of those close losses last year, they figure out how to win this year, and then they feel much better about the future of the program.
0: We shall see Missouri, a very interesting team in 2023 to watch in the SEC. Dave Matter from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Man, really good stuff. Appreciate your time today. Okay, my pleasure. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.